It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. You guys can also call into the post show. I mean, a lot of folks are watching this on Facebook Live right now. So hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. We'd love to talk to you if you have a question or comment about today's show. We're also trying to get Eddie on the line, but I'm seeing that didn't work out. Is he asleep? That's okay. I mean, we can take him in five minutes. It's fine. All right. But is he just no connection or what's the deal? Bad connection or voicemail? No answer. All right, just text him. He may be, listen, I'd, I'd want to go right to sleep. Out, yeah. Yeah, and I had a late night last night. I went and worked at the Opry, and Reba was performing. And so we went out and did a whole live thing with Reba. And so they recorded two things. We did the Opry show, which is on Circle Network, and also performed last night. But then we did um, NBC's doing a 4th of July special, so Reba was doing two extra songs. So if you went to the Opry last night, you got like an oh. awesome four-song concert from Reba. That's amazing. And if you go in the opera, you never know who you're going to get. You get tickets and you just hope you get somebody good. And sometimes it's great. I mean, my real recommendation is try to go on a Tuesday night more than a Friday or Saturday. It's awesome any night, but here's why. Friday and Saturday, a lot of artists are on the road touring. And Tuesday, they're in town. And Tuesday, Mm -hmm. they're in town. Like, you'll rarely see Carrie on a Saturday. I'm just talking out of my butt right now. But I think you're rarely going to see big artists who are touring on a Saturday because they're doing that. And so last night was pretty cool. It was, who played last night? Um, Carly Pierce played, and it was the first time I'd ever seen anyone be invited to be part of the Opry, not live, because she was invited to be part of the Opry last night. But they showed the video where she was going to record some commercials at Dollywood, and then Dolly shows up and invites her on, on video. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. it wasn't actually there that night. They, right. It's the first time it. I'd ever seen anyone, but she apparently couldn't talk about it. And earlier that day before we started filming, they were like, yeah, Carly's getting invited tonight. I was like, oh, who's here to invite her? Like, we already did it. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, a couple days ago, Dolly did it at this. It is really cool. Yeah, well, and that's special because Carly Pierce back in the day, she was a performer at Dollywood. Which is why she, <laughs> yeah. she believed she was doing those spots. Mm-hmm. So Carly performed. And it was cool to see that. She was walking with her mom backstage, which is where I was. And... I was, I was you know, doing some stuff, and Carly waved, and I said, hey. I couldn't see because there was a big light in my face. So if I see somebody wave, I just kind of throw my hand up and wave back, too. And so I said, I don't know who's waving, but hi. And Carly goes, hey, it's Carly. And so they go away, and they come back, and Carly's And at the opera, you never know who's going to be backstage. It could be the most famous person. It could be Terry Bradshaw, football player. It could be Garth. It could be just somebody that is a cousin of somebody. And all the doors are open, so if the door's open, that means you're welcome to say hi to anybody in the dressing room. So Carly's walking with somebody. Who looked like they were famous. You just kind of tell when somebody's famous or used to be famous. Yeah. And so she said, hey, Bobby, how's it going? And I said, good. And I didn't want to go, I, I, don't, I don't know who you are. Because I didn't want to be rude and be like, I don't remember you. And I was like, hey, good to see you again. I always say that. I never say nice to meet you because I may have met them in the past and I don't want to be insulting. And so I'm just waiting for Carly to go, this is so-and-so. And, but we have this nice little conversation, and back in my mind, I'm like, I'm an idiot because I'm, I'm, I don't know who this is. So it never happened? Well, like at the very said. end, Carly goes, by the way, that's my mom. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> and I told her, I said, hey, listen, I thought you were somebody famous. You pull off like you're somebody famous. She like, had the you vibe. Like they, she definitely had the vibe. <laughs> and so I think she was complimented by that more than anything else. Um, Restless Road played last night. It was their Aubrey debut. Um, they are a vocal group. They play guitars. 
but they Morgan, do you know Restless Road? Do you know Yeah, the, they're very um popular they TikTok-y? on TikTok yeah. and I believe Kane Brown is really connected with them. They do a lot of stuff with him. Well, his manager, who I talked to last night, Kane's manager, is also I believe managing them because she was with them last night. And I went and talked to them for a little bit after their because I know what it's like to go and do your first performance and be in that room with all the quotes and everybody's congratulating you and spinning 10,000 miles an hour. And it was really cool. And I was just like, hey, guys, walk around for a second without everybody around you and shut the door for a minute and have a minute for you guys because you in. never get to do this again, your first Opry time. Um, so talk to them. Um, Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son, but he's also, aside from Willie Nelson's son, just a, a fantastic artist. He performed. And we did this thing. Uh, and you can put Eddie up if he's on. We did this thing on the side where he come over and I interview him for a second, which we don't normally do. But he's he didn't talk a whole lot. The only thing that I really remembered about my personal experience with him is I saw him get on a Southwest flight once that I was on. And I was like, Lucas Nelson gets on Fly Southwest? <laughs> and I brought that up. I was like, hey, man, last time I saw you was on Southwest. He's like, yeah, it's a great airline, huh? I was like, yep, sure is. is All right, a- there he is, everybody. Lucas Nelson. <laughs> is he A-list? Uh, it, so I don't think he was, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then Reba played, and she, one of the songs she did, she did, that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. Well, the whole the catch of the night was that they said, hey, we need you to, in between Reba's clothing change, go out and just kill time for five minutes. And I'm like, well, five minutes of killing time at that's the That's a Opry, long time. That's a significant amount of time because it's not like you're just hyping up a crowd. You have to go out and entertain them. And I was like, okay, five minutes. Okay, no problem. Listen, I am... As close to being a real-life stand-up comic as you can be without really being one, right? Like, I tour doing comedy a lot for, like, three years playing. and I, But I don't consider myself a stand-up comic because I didn't dedicate my life to the craft. But I can do comedy. And so I'm like, okay, I'll do some jokes. I'll work some material. I'll put, mess with the crowd. So I've got one ear in so the guy can talk to me doing sound. And he goes, hey, we're about four minutes. We've got about one minute left. And I'm like, great. I've run out of stuff to talk about anyway. Because five minutes is a significant amount of time when it's just you up on a stage and you really don't have a whole act to go do. So I'm doing the act or whatever I'm doing, talking to people in the crowd, making jokes, making fun of people a little bit lightly because it's the Opry. Making fun of people in the crowd? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But lightly, in, in a real fun way. Telling stories that were like, one guy had a cowboy hat on. I was talking about how clean his cowboy hat was and how John Party gave me a really expensive one one time. It's just a whole little story I had. I never really shared. And so they go, hey, uh, Reba's um, going to be a little longer with her clothes. I need oh, you no. another five minutes. And I'm like, all right. And so my go-to is just our... Picking, just start talking with people and then funnily picking on them. So I do that and I, and I feel pretty good. Like I feel, I haven't been on a stage in that capacity really in a long time, but I'm really feeling good laughter from the crowd. And so going again and I'm like, okay, we got Reba. And they're like, hey, she's going to be another five minutes. I had to do like 16 minutes. Oh my gosh. I would give it a solid A minus. Like I really felt like I was on. But again, I was up there just grasping at stuff. I walked off and Morgan, number one, who you know, works with me day to day. I'm on my management team now for stuff like the Opry and the TV stuff. She was like, because she was the one that told me, hey, go do five minutes, it'll be fine. And I was like, five minutes? You know this turns into longer. She was like, I've already talked. It's going to be five minutes, no problem. I walked off stage. She goes, I knew about minute eight, you wanted to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Maybe if it, went, if it just wouldn't have been a good night. All those artists were great. I was able to go up and I felt pretty good even though I hadn't been on stage in that capacity in a long time. But it's a really cool night at the Opry. I encourage you guys, if you can go to the Grand Ole Opry, go. It is the coolest. And Opry Live is on Peacock. Um, it's um, They've just signed a new deal, which I don't know if I can talk about yet. It's going to be all over the place. But um, just um, it's a good night last night. It was late. I got back home and Caitlin was asleep. Oh, wow. And so and I thought she was faking sleeping. Mm-hmm. So she's asleep. 
and it was close to 10. And I was like, she's not asleep. Surely she waited up. And I went, I see you smiling. You're faking like you're asleep. And she wasn't. She didn't budge. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, what? And I was like, oh, sorry. Go to bed. Sorry. Sorry, go to bed. So that was last night. Um, we do have Eddie back on the phone now. Yes? Yeah. We thought you might be asleep. No, 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 dude. I'm good. I'm, I'm uh, enjoying the scenery here as we drive back. Hey, who was on the Southwest flight? I, kept, I caught the tail end of that. Lucas Nelson? Oh, Willie's son. Yeah. Were you not with me? No, I wasn't there. Uh-uh. I've never met him. And you're, Well, we didn't meet him on the Southwest flight. He just walked through and you're like, there's Lucas Nelson. Maybe. No, I don't think that was me. Oh. I would have freaked out. Have you seen your dollar amount right now? No, I have not. What? Is it crazy? Well, oh, nice. Oh, drum roll. It crashed, obviously, near the end of the show. Yeah. Right now, I'll tell you this. There are almost 8,000 people who've contributed. 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 Oh <laughs> so I'm, I'm tired too, Eddie. <laughs> Contributor. I know, dude. I feel you. I'm not tired like you. I'm not tired like you at all. Um, but right now, your walk from West Virginia to Tennessee has raised $244,100. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Dude, that's... That's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. unbelievable. I know. I was telling Amy, I was like, hey, listen, our listeners come through time and time again. We're never shocked. We're always surprised. We're always surprised that this dopey show is able to be a conduit to greater things. And so not surprised that our listeners do it, but surprised that people care enough about what we talk about, right? And we have this whole thing like, what are we even doing? Is is it worth what we're doing? We we wonder, is this topic stupid? Are we just wasting our time? Anyway, all this proves to us that we're not. But it also is just B-Team coming through in the clutch again. And this organization is going to be able to use this money. It is going to be so impactful for what they do. Because listen, honestly, it's not like a massive corporation that has millions of dollars sitting by. No, like Susan, who we talked to, she's the founder and CEO. And she started it in Buda, just south of Austin. And then that was her first chapter. And then she's had a dream and a goal, like she was talking about, to spread it across the country. And they're, they're doing so city by city. And so they're in 16 now, but she hopes to be in, in, in every state. And so I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's not some massive thing where they just get tons of donations all the time, no matter what. What does that number mean to you? $244,120, Eddie. Oh, man. Honestly, I mean, really, from from the point the point of view of our listeners, I mean, that's really just speaks speaks loud at how awesome our listeners are. Uh, but two, for me, God, man, that just speaks that that just means change for for foster care. I was talking to my wife last night because she does she does a lot of volunteering stuff with the National Angels as well, and she was saying like there has been in Nashville specifically, they haven't been able to hold certain events. Like I know they do a prom event where, you know, foster kids that don't, they're not in school at that time, so they don't get to experience prom. The the angels, they throw a, a, a prom event where they can go on their own, and it's a big celebration. She's like, we haven't had money to do that in the last two years, especially during the pandemic. So she, we were just talking about how it's really going to go to a lot of great things for a bunch of foster kids out there and families that cannot wait. How is your body feeling right now? <laughs> Dude, it's starting to sink in, like, I I got my feet up, but everything's starting to hurt a little bit. I got out, we got gas, and as soon as I stepped on the pavement again, it just man, I could barely walk. Oh, take a breath. 
Mm-hmm. Four days. Hey, Lunchbox did say after you got off the air that he was hoping you wouldn't complete it. Yeah. Well, you know, he he called me like five times yesterday, and I'm like, why are you calling me so much? And now I know it's because he was checking to see if maybe I had like quit or something. Yeah, I tapped out, <laughs> man. I was trying to see. And Eddie, just think, I, I did the math real quick, Eddie. I did some calculations. If you just took 5% of that money, you know how much you would have got, Eddie? <laughs> no, shut up. We're not even talking $12, about $12,200 for your pocket, man. Just 5%. There no. was a guy There was a guy somewhere along the way who said, man, I just love what you're doing. He wasn't a listener. He just saw that we were walking. He asked what we were doing, and then he was going to give me $20. And like, dude, I can't take the $20. Just go to BobbyBones.com and donate. He's like, okay, I'm going to go do that. But I thought of you right there at lunch. I'm like, you know who would have taken that 20 My boy. Yeah, hey, you're right. I would have taken that 20 no doubt about it. And then you could have gone to BobbyBones.com and come and donated 10 bucks of it. You know, no one would have ever known. Uh, right now it's at 244, 430. Listen, we thought getting to 50 was crazy. We thought getting to 100 was obscene. Like, I was like, I just can't believe it. But then it hit 150. Every time we've done this, it's like, I didn't even want to mention the word 200 because if you didn't hit it, I didn't want there to be any sort of down. Like, oh, we didn't get 200, but we're still so proud. So I was so hesitant to go, let's go for 200. Then the site crashed. And then now we're at 244. So you're basically going to raise a quarter of a million dollars. Gosh, it's amazing. What did your wife say about this whenever you mentioned it to her the first time? That I was going to do the walk? Yeah, you were like, I'm going to walk for $10,000. <laughs> what, what was her feedback? Her feedback was like, are you physically able to do that <laughs> and i said i think i don't know like I, I i guess and then she she just was really excited you know to raise money of course because i mean she's all behind i mean i've told the story before but she's all behind the foster care and the reason i'm even a foster parent she was all her idea she's the one who wanted to do it i was the roadblock and then finally, I said, all right, let's get certified. Let's give it a shot. And here we are. I mean, I'm, now I'm all in. But uh, she's the reason. And, you know, being gone four days from her and the family, it's, I check up on her on, at night, and she's just like, oh, my gosh, it's been a crazy day, like crazy, crazy day. The boys are whatever. I'm ready for you to come back. But she believes in what we do, and she supports it 100%. So she's proud. She's definitely proud. She needs to get home and walk the dog immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I was gonna be like, the garbage needs to be taken out, and yeah, the dog needs to be walked. Hey, what's the thing Amy was telling me about? Where you guys go to like the grocery store or like Target to get foster parent stuff? Oh well, I don't know if Eddie's done it, but National Angels they hold uh, like an event where they bring people in, and like I went for a whole weekend, and like Friday night I had a dinner. You learn all about what they do, and then on Saturday they have a family that. They have multiple, but we contributed to one family in particular that was fostering multiple kids that can't. It was around Christmas time, and it's hard to, if you're fostering kids and then you got your own kids, to, like, you know, give your foster children an awesome Christmas. And, like, all the kids wanted bikes. And so we went, like, if some influencers that were selected, I guess, or people with an Instagram following-ish, if you want to call it that. I don't consider myself an influencer, but we went to Target. We went shopping, got all the kids' bikes, put everything together, showed up at their house. And I mean, the foster mom was overwhelmed with emotion. The kids were just in heaven. And that's the kind of thing that they also do is for families to help them out because it is a financial burden to bring in these kids to your home. Well, be proud, Eddie. Four days, man. You crushed it. Yeah. Thanks, dude.
Hey, did you guys miss me though? For real? Yeah, duh. I'm really. All right. Hey, I, I brought you all some gifts. <laughs> what? Grab uh, I'll, I'll, I'm back Thursday, right? Is that the deal? Yes. Okay. Wait, I no. Friday. You're back Friday. Okay, I'm back Friday. Yeah. Oh, that's my. Hey, that's nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Okay, we'll take our gifts. Uh, by the way, Scuba Steve, shout out because he drove. I mean, he didn't get the the credit for this well because he didn't walk. And he didn't need all that credit, but he did drive one mile an hour and spend four days away from his family mm-hmm. and really orchestrate this. So big shout out to Scuba Steve for killing it. Morgan, who did two jobs at once, she did Eddie's job and did her job. She's running all the cameras. She's also doing the digital. I mean, Ray just for being a good looking guy, always right across from me. I look at and I'm just just goals. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll talk to you. Uh, talk to you later. I'll talk to you later today. All right. And Scuba heard all that, by the way. So he's yeah. smiling. Thanks, man. All right. See you guys. Man, I can't all believe right. we raised that much money. I mean, we did it. We did. Are you? Yeah. You know what? You were here too, so you yeah. get some credit. Just too. let him. Just say we. No, just I agree. Yeah. No, we. Yeah, we. We're giving all the credit to Eddie, but we did it too, guys. Well, of we actually, we're we giving did. a lot of the credit to our listeners. Like Eddie. Like Eddie walked. and the listeners. That yeah. was that. They did that bit. Mm-hmm. We took a lot of our show for it, but that's Eddie and the listeners doing that. Right, but if we wouldn't have sacrificed our time and our bits for Eddie, we wouldn't have been able to do it. So sacrificed we, our bits. Like we, what do you want here? I'm just saying we What's did What's the goal? What do you like, want? Well, I'm just saying when they do news stories, they can't just sit there and go, Eddie did it, if they do a news story. They need to say we did it. They need to mention all of us. And what did you do exactly? I mean, I encourage people to go to the website, bobbybones.com, click on the link and donate. You did that? Yeah. When? I talked to On here, we've done it. We've done it a bunch. <laughs> Did you do a swipe up on your Instagram stories? I don't even know how to do that. Okay. Like, Amy, you do that tap here, and I don't know how That's you do that. That's what a that. swipe up is. Well, I did a swipe up, but I also did a tap here because oh, if you like go a, to I don't a, know how you do that. Okay, I'll teach you. Well, that. but on the swipe up now, it's just a tap too on the bottom. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. You don't have to swipe anymore. You can just tap it oh. on the bottom. Oh. And now you can do multi-people because me, Eddie, Mike D, and Scuba Steve did a four-person Instagram Live, talking about Eddie's walk two nights ago. You can now put multiple people up there, too, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, let me do some news real quick, some stories. A New York City principal is caught trying to end classes a week early. Caught. I like that guy. Caught. Now, this is the kind of guy you want as your principal, don't you? But see, principals are humans, too. Yeah. They want breaks. They want vacations. I know. As kids, you think that they're all, like, your teachers and principals are these, I don't know, <laughs> super special people. And then now that we're adults and I know principals and teachers, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> a Manhattan principal was caught trying to wind her school down for the summer more than a week early while still having kids signed in each day to cover her tracks. Hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Even though there will be no in-person remote school tomorrow through 625, we'll need to take attendance for the whole school tomorrow and next week, the email read. Just trying to get out there a week early. Um, what else did I have here? Raymundo has a movie warning. He says, do not watch the movie Truth. Truth or Trust? Trust. With who? Uh, there's no famous actors in it. It's on Netflix. If you got the account, you can watch it because it's going to cause some couple fights. Is it bad? Is it a bad movie? It's an awesome movie. It's got a lot of, I don't want to say, but... Uh, Looking up. What? Is I, ain't ha- try- I ain't trying. No, I'm not trying to spoil, but uh, it will lead to couple fights. Because Why? what the title is... Trust. So then you start to like, do you trust your significant other? And the the movie itself ends and it's not over because then you start questioning other stuff. I got my wife asking me stuff. It it leaves a weird vibe. Please do not watch it. Victoria Justice is in it. She's pretty famous. She's the main girl, I think, huh? So you're saying don't watch it because of the questions you'll ask each other afterwards. Yep. 
Why? What happened with? What did you guys start talking? Well, no, about? no, my wife. It, that's what you just start wondering. Oh my gosh, who are you texting? Who who's on your Instagram? That's all the stuff that it leads to. Why? Why open up that can? Don't so don't do, watch trust. Exactly. Uh, talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks is a fantastic podcast you guys should check out. He has on Marshall Bush, who is George H W Bush's granddaughter and George W Bush's niece. So she shares what it was like growing up in the White House. They talk about skydiving with Golden Knights, diving with sharks. And the special gift Marshall's going to get from George W. Bush for baby Tucker. So one of the Bushes on with Chuck Wicks. Do you know Marshall Bush? I don't. But you knew Jenna? Uh, yeah, I went to high school with Jenna and Barbara. Like we, regular public school. They weren't, it wasn't like some swanky <laughs> private situation. They just wanted to be as normal as possible. And their dad was governor of Texas at the time. Did they have people at school in normal school guarding them? Um, no. But sometimes, like, Secret Service would be a part of dropping them off or picking them up from school before they could drive. But then once their dad became president, that's when things changed. But Jenna was at UT by the time, or maybe it was her senior year. She was a year younger than me. And then that's when Secret Service started following her more so. That'd be cool. Cool or absolutely annoying. Awesome. If you're a kid, you just and you go protected the whole time. People, Be picking fights with people. Like, come mm-hmm. on, what you gonna do? Look it yeah, um, we had parties at the uh, governor's mansion. Define party. Uh, lots of people and alcohol as teenagers, <laughs> but like the bushes weren't the, the the parents were there. I don't know if this stuff's supposed to be out there. For sure, but I mean, Statue surely they talk about it now. Um, yeah, it's been long enough. I think this was like well over 20 years ago. But yeah, there was definitely gatherings there. And they were very normal, super nice, kind people. And just happened to be from a very powerful family. Yeah, powerful, mm-hmm. rich family. Yeah. Crazy. That's it. That's the post show today. Thank you, guys. You can still donate to Eddie. We're at 245-175. I'll be checking it to see if we ever get 250 because that's just a cool number to yell out. Quarter million. Mm-hmm. It'd be very cool. Um, but even if we don't, I'm going to say quarter million because it's basically that anyway. Uh, yeah, bobbybones.com. You'll see the Eddie thing. Click, click the link in there. Um, we'll put it on Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Appreciate you. Hope you guys have an awesome day, and we will see you tomorrow on the show. All right, that's it. Bye, everybody.